0: Sue Meyer.
1: Hello and welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies. I'm Sue Meyer. Today we're talking about gallstone colic, jaundice, and liver disease. I know I beat up the whole subject of liver disease in our in our members forum. We've done mini trainings and we've put up recipes that will help for liver detoxing or gallstone flushes and all sorts of different things that we've put on our Member's corner. And like I said, I'm pretty sure our members are like, oh my gosh, isn't there just one thing we can do for our liver to just make it better or, you know, strengthen our liver or get rid of our gallstones? (laughs) I wish there was. There's our poor livers. Okay. That's all I've got to say. The liver is the largest organ in the body and it does the most work. Literally. Um, (laughs) It does have the ability to regenerate itself if you clean it up and take care of it. And so, um, unfortunately, if it starts getting plugged up, you, a person is subject to fatty liver disease, cirrhosis, all sorts of different things, and it really just gets, it can get filled up with toxins, and it holds things in it that, if it doesn't have time to get rid of, say, an allopathic drug that you've been taking, or you drink a lot of alcohol, or you smoke a lot of cigarettes all these different things that we take into our body willingly or on purpose our poor livers have to help screen absolutely everything that comes into our bodies and and then the liver has a memory we talk about that you know it's it's we have muscle memory we also have liver memory and liver memory is like has a memory like an elephant it never forgets anything okay so if you quit Alcohol, for instance, it's going to remember real quick. (laughs) Um, And drugs, the same way. That's why a lot of people have a hard time getting off allopathic drugs or have a hard time getting off, you know, antidepressants and things like that. And so anyway, the point is, is so many people nowadays have gallstone problems or gallstone colic. So many women, if you talk to a woman who's 45 years old, if she still has her gallstone, her gallbladder, she's doing good. Because gallstones are a product of overflow of bile and residual effects of a liver that's having trouble functioning. And so one of the things that um, is really interesting is we don't stop to think about the fact that what builds these gallstones. You know, the doctor doesn't tell you, he'll say, oh, you have high cholesterol. You got to get that down. You're, you're, you're subject to liver disease, but they don't tell you that you're also subject to gallstones and gallstone colic. They don't tell you that that's the cholesterol is what's, you know, we, our body produces 80% of all the cholesterol that we have in our, in our system. They always tell you to, you know, stop eating, you know, red meat or whatever, but that's only 20% of our intake of cholesterol. And our body produces the rest of it our body actually produces cholesterol in response to poor digestion and other things so it's like what comes first the chicken or the egg right so <clears throat> um, I actually talk about this in my diabetic mini training in our members forum here just we put up recently and so this is a subject very near and dear to my heart um, and the whole cholesterol issue is if a person has high cholesterol we're talking um, there's a a doctor oh I was going to quote his name and I I don't have it right now but I'll put it I'll try to put it in my notes but he yes all these notes are going to be available on the members forum to the printable but anyway he was talking about and he's a he's a medical doctor and he was talking about the different types of cholesterol and he says you have you know the good cholesterol the bad cholesterol he says but unless you test take how many tests he says there's no way of knowing um, unless you take at an exact right time what your actual cholesterol levels are and why they are the way they are but there is a correlation between diabetes heart disease and high cholesterol it's just the way it is because the old saying you scratch my back I'll scratch yours that's what's happening with the hormones in our body and so they talk to each other and if they're not getting the right signals then the poor liver is just going to continue to produce more cholesterol so, we have this homeopathic remedy called cholesterinum, and we've known about this remedy for simply ages. I took some information here from John H. Clark's Materia Medica* of 1902, and it's just really, really interesting because why do we not talk about this? I mean, why are we taking statins and all this other stuff? when possibly, all we'd have to do is clean up our liver, get our diabetes under control, and use the homeopathic remedy, cholesterol, and possibly Iodum, And I like I said, I'm going to um, read some of John H. Clark's notes here to you because it's 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 absolutely fascinating that we have this homeopathic remedy and we don't utilize it like we should. Yes, it's a SAR code. It is actually taken, um, it's a trituration, and it's taken from the epithelium, in other words, the lining of a gallbladder and the larger ducts. Okay, so the cholesterol there's it's known under as cholesterinum, cholesterine, cholestrine, cholesterolum. It's known as different remedies, but it's all made. It's all the same remedy. It depends on which lab that you purchase the remedy from. And being as though it's a sarcode, it's made from a health. It's made from healthy cholesterol. Okay, and it's used traditionally in all potencies. We have um, from Murphy, well, I'll go from Murphy's Materia Medica here. He lists this remedy as a possible remedy for the use of and, and cancer, cirrhosis, opacities of the eyes, fibroids, especially uterine and um, other fibroids, gallstone colic, gallstones, insomnia, jaundice, liver diseases, and tumors. The person needing cholesterol is usually moody and irritable. Why is that? Because the liver is the um, Grouchy people have liver issues, okay? It's just the way it is. (laughs) We've talked about that too. (laughs) I love it. Um, I actually had a homeopath one day, I was talking to her, my friend, and I was She says, "So, how are you doing these days? And I says, honestly, I am so ornery, I can hardly stand it, with no known reason i have no obvious reason to be so arnie and i says i am just owly all the time lately and she goes well then young lady you need to do a liver cleanup and i'm like oh my gosh oh doctor here thyself right you can't i couldn't see myself for what was really going on so i did do a good liver cleanup and guess what my mood improved <laughs> anyway <laughs> okay back to some of the things okay uh it, there's really it's really really interesting some of the clinical Things here and the different parts of the body that are really affected but the the opacities of the eyes it's really really interesting because we do know that uh, obviously the everything in the body is connected but a lot of liver issues will be reflected in the eyes Um, discoloration bluish eyes um, you know they can have the face can even look a little bit bluish, leg cramps. Leg cramps are a huge, a huge symptom. Hepatic engorgements, gallstones and gallstone colic, jaundice, liver cancer and liver diseases. The modalities are worse from touch or jar, worse lying on your side or bending or sudden motion. The skin can have red coppery spots. And the characteristics, if we read John H. Clark's characteristics, we see that cholesterinum is a substance crystallizing in the leaflets with a mother-of-pearl luster and a fatty feel. In other words, crystallizing in the leaflets of the, the, the sections of the liver. It is, a so, it is soluble in alcohol and ether. It occurs in the blood and brain, yolk of eggs, seeds, buds of plants, but most abundantly in the bile and biliary cal- calculi. Ameki who... Did much to introduce the proximate principles of the tissues as remedies anticipating the practice now So much in vogue in the old school recommended cholesterol as a remedy in, liver, in cancer of the liver He claimed to have derived great advantages from its use in cases diagnosed as cancer of the liver Or in such obstinate engorgements that malignancy was suspected now you have to remember back in 1902 they didn't have They couldn't send you in for an MRI or an ultrasound or other blood tests like they have today to diagnose someone with cancer very easily. Um, They would have had, people were diagnosed with cancer, but it wasn't readily available in testing back then. And so they would take a patient and they would say, oh, hmm, we have great engorgement here. We have... And we're not able to get it down with other remedies or diet. And so they would suspect a malignancy due just to the symptoms. And Burnett recently adduced, this is written in 1902. He says, Burnett, that's James Compton Burnett, one of my other favorite authors, has recently adduced conclusive evidence in support of the correctness of Amici's assertion. And I have myself, John H. Clark, cured mainly with this disease, a case described to me. He says he didn't even see the patient. It was a man over 50, but he didn't even see him. But he said he was in the last stages of liver disease. He had been given up by his medical attendant and was ordered to make his will without delay. And he actually was able to cure this person. Burnett uh, set precedence when he used cholesterol in 3X or 3C trituration, and substantial doses. So it was repeated often. He commends it in obstinate hepatic engorgements, which by reason of their obstinacy make one think interrogatively of cancer. Also in cases in which there appears to be a semi-malignant affection involving the left lobe of the liver and what lies between it and the pylorus and the pancreas. So a lot of people who have interrupted digestion, heartburn, severe heartburn, um, acid reflux, things like that, the pylorus is very often affected. And again, the pancreas, again, leading us to the thought of diabetes. So this is a really good remedy for that person who has, again, the semi-malignant issues of the left lobe of the liver with the pylorus and the pancreas both being affected. And again, he uses it in 3X or 3C trituration. In such cases, Burnett gives alternately cholesterinum 3X and iodoform. And the is another homeopathic remedy. Both he uses in 3X and uses them alternately. It has been used with success in the removal of opacities of the vitreous, again, the eyes. Yingling reported some cures of gallstone colic and other diseases of the liver in the Medical Advanced article August of 1908 and noted that in gallstone colic, the patient suffers so severely that it is almost impossible to obtain symptoms. In such a case, when one cannot give well-selected remedy, which you know, he says, just go ahead and give cholesterolinum, and thus far it has never failed. It can be used instead of morphine in cases where the symptoms cannot be obtained for a proper selection of a remedy. It is very improbable that a person suffering from gallstone gallstone colic will wait very long <laughs> for the physician to study the case. <laughs> I had to put that in here because it was it's it's such an amazing little true scenario. If you have someone come to you with gallstone in gallstone colic, they don't care what you do to them. They'll just say literally just stick a knife in me. Take it out. I don't care what it takes because the pain is so intense. And so I, I thought that was a really good story to put in there as well. So like I said this isn't a long podcast but it's an important one. One I hope that you, if you're a member, definitely pluck this printable from our members forum, our resource center. And if you're not a member, consider becoming a member just just because we have such a great group of people that they all help each other and it's just amazing. But if you aren't a member, I'm glad you can listen to this and I'm glad we're reaching people. And I'm so happy that so many people today are learning about homeopathy and sharing their information. And when it's right for you to become a member of, uh, like our members forum, yay, that's great. I love meeting new people from all over the country, and I love traveling to see people and be a part of families' lives that care so much about their health, and people are struggling, and they're trying to figure out the best way to take care of their families nowadays. And I really feel like we're a part of that. Um, There's so many wonderful homeopaths that are scrambling to learn as much as they can about other natural things as well as homeopathy, because the thing is, is with homeopathy, You trigger the body to start healing itself, but we also have to know how to live healthily and we have to know how to take care of our families in an obvious, prudent way in order to avoid as many toxins as we possibly can and you know what we're looking for in our area. What do you do when there's, we were just talking about this the other day, what do you do when there's environmental toxins in the air that you have no control over whatsoever? Well, homeopathy can help all of that. And if you have your little arsenal, all your little remedies all set up that you can very, very well take care of your family. And like I said, gallstone colic, uh, jauntice, babies being born with jaundice, adults with jaundice, these remedies help so much. This cholesterol, I just, I love this remedy. I've seen women that, and it's almost always women that have the problems, and again, we go back to the hormones. but. This remedy has helped so many women to get their gallstone issues under control, their fatty liver under control, because it's very hereditary. If you're prone to fatty liver, it's very hereditary. Um, And, you know, again, (laughs) uh, yay for heredity, right? But heredity can be a good thing. It also can be a uh, kicker. But we work with what we've got. We work with what we've been handed, what we've been given, what God has seen fit for us to deal with. And so that's why I love this remedy because, like I said, it really is amazing. It works so amazingly well. And um, I do tell people you should work with a homeopath if you're working with, you know, if you're just getting into homeopathy. Um, There's no harm in taking the remedies on your own if you're well-versed and you've studied the remedy and you know how, you know, your body symptoms and your body systems, but I do encourage everyone to work with a homeopath and on our website we do have references to good homeopaths that have been recommended to us and I know on our forum they're always talking about different homeopaths or different uh, schools that they recommend that you can go in and, and find a good homeopath to help you walk through s- situations like this so anyway with that I really hope you've enjoyed our little study on cholesterol. Um it's a code made from cholesterol, healthy cholesterol and it, It helps gallstone colic, jaundice, and liver disease. Thank you so much, everyone. May God bless you and yours.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Please visit Sue on her website, homeopathyformommies.com, and join us right here at homeopathyformommiesradio.com. Wednesday, noon Eastern. As always, we pray the Lord blesses you with good health, vitality, strength, and wisdom.